You're supposed to say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Circle of Dads, the space for sharing stories about the struggles and triumphs of fatherhood and learning to become better men. You got this rug on clearance. Don't get uppity <laughs> with me. So we're sitting in, um, we're sitting in Ryan's uh, living room. Is that what we're going to call this? It's a living room. It's a living room and uh, beautiful. Uh, what do you call this? L-shaped couch, which like looks like a yeah, like cigar sectional. lounge, sectional cigar, sectional cigar lounge leather. Beautiful, beautiful coffee table. I believe you made that, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you steal that countertop? No. I um, I worked for a, a, a marble and granite company for about a year and a half when I was 21. And you've had it that long? And, it, and, and I got the, the uh, we made it, and then I ended up with it. So it's floated around like in my, Chased you. In my mom's house, mm-hmm. in a garage, in storage, and that fucking thing is heavy. That is really heavy sure that's the only piece of furniture that i own that i look at when i'm about to pick it up you know because i moved everything in here by myself for the most part and when i when i'm about to pick that thing up it's like hmm, this might be the time this is going to be the this is how this is how my guts end up in my pocket oh yeah yeah okay it's that heavy huh but yeah so and then I do dumb shit like pick it up anyways, but it's um, it's stout. It's a, uh, a steel framed, uh, not the frame, just the top. Yeah, for, of course they're uh, separate. I'm just like describing it oh, for the viewers because they're on, not here. Yeah, I'm painting a picture. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Verbally, mm-hmm. I'm an artist. You're an artist. So it is a beautiful coffee table. It's uh, like five by five. Anyhow, yeah. it's a fucking coffee table, and we're uh, we're obviously going to make love to it later on because we keep talking about it but anyhow so to bring this thing full circle yeah so if people suck if i think that they're uh not doing me any good they're dead to me you know i i'm the same way with um i'm the same way with people i gotta be real careful though because i might i might schedule that funeral a little too soon because there's certain people that that's also like a a a protection method i have 100 percent. yeah of course like you're fucking out. I don't want you around. I don't want to have to deal with you. I don't. I don't. I just don't want to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. But it's toxic people. It's the guys that. Um, you know what really gets it is when I get disappointed because I don't like being disappointed, and I don't just throw trust out very easily. It's not something I just give away. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of friends, a lot of close friends, but very few people that I call my brother, you know, uh, uh, very few people that is clo- that are as close as like you and I are, or Joey and I are, but the, um, when they do something heinous or shady as fuck, and I'm, I, I finally see it that they're full of shit, that they're not who they were pitching. They're not who they were selling to me for all these years. That shit cuts me deep. And and that's when it's the response to that is like, well, man, I mean, if you're my friend, you just love me through all that. I'm like, motherfucker. I mean, that that's you. You broke like you stepped over the line of of what I'm willing to bring around my family. They and that's 
that's, I mean, that's like it, you know, like you need to, if you're fucking around on your wife and like, I'm not here to, and this is going to contradict what I just said. I'm not here to judge. Like that's your shit to go through, but I'm not going to sit here and, and act like it's okay. I'm not going to stand here and, and like give you any shit like I'm going to pray for you or, you know, I'm going to walk with you through this or, you know, let's go seek religious counsel together. None of that shit. I, I don't care about that. It's the fact that you, you know that I hold myself to a really high standard because I'm naturally a scumbag. Mm-hmm. You know? so that, and I was, I was waiting for that to come through it. Yes. Uh, I like how quickly you agreed with that too. No, 100%. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like I'm looking at, uh, you know, a bearded fitter me, right? 100% cut from the, uh, cut from the same cloth. I'm not strong enough. Like if, I, if there's somebody, if we're equally yoked, if we're both struggling, I mean, absolute scumbags struggling to do better then yes, 100% I can stay by your side. But whenever you've just decided, decided to be a complete piece of shit, that's, uh, that's when I got to, uh, that's when I got to cut you off. Cause I'm not strong enough to deal with my own scumbagness and carry you and let you pretend like it's okay. I need you to fucking nut up and to help out the team too. Yeah. But the team isn't finite. It's not like there can only be two of us in the circle. There can only be three of us, whatever. There can be 50 of us. And I hope that there are, but you have to pull your weight. Otherwise you don't want to be on the team. I can't, I can't do it. And so again, yeah. So I think you're right to be disappointed. And I think you're right to that, to draw the line there. Hurt people, hurt people, right? Yeah, sure. You hurt me. And there's, you know, and that's interesting because, you know, where's the line between you see one of your buddies slipping and he's fucking around with a girl at work that he shouldn't be fucking around with. Where do you step in and go? I mean, do you just immediately like, oh, fuck you. You're, you're dead to me. There's the funeral. I grabbed your wife, titty. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's someone that it's like, hey, man, you know, it, there's, there's a, there's a, 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 you're trying to reach out to them. You're trying to help build each other up, you know, but it's, it's when they become an anchor when they're not willing or they give you fucking bullshit or, or you just find out they've been living a lie the whole time. Like if I, if I knew you were getting squirrely with your wife, right. Mm -hmm. And there was some chick that you were having an inappropriate relationship with, I would say something. I would not come to you all judgy and indignant and just, I'm better than you. That wouldn't be my intent. You know, it would be, Hey man, what the fuck? You know, you call you're fucking you, up, bud. You call Alyssa your queen, and you're you're fucking around with this skank. Or even if she's not a skank, even if she's a classy chick, whatever. I mean, if she knows you're married and she's then she's a skank, regardless. Oh yeah, you know. And and so it it it's that I think as our, as our as family, you know, as brothers, as your closest friends, that's where you're like, hey man, you gotta pull your head out of your ass for sure. But it's the guys that cover for their brothers and allow them to wreck their fucking families and their lives and hurt somebody else. Because, I mean, I love your wife and your kids. And I wouldn't, 
Plus, I, you can see, you can already see the future, the hurt that I'm gonna lay on myself. Oh fuck yeah! And you it, know, so like, and I'm, as tight as we are, it's like watching you walk into a fucking into traffic. Yeah, I can't do it, man. And so, for for relationships like this, good friends will uh, slap you in the mouth to get you to to wake up. Absolutely. Right? Uh, but then you 100% have a choice to make. Right? So you got slapped in the mouth, you got woken the fuck up, and uh, you can see the forest. It's right there. It's a whole bunch of trees, right? Yeah. And uh, so that's something we owe to each other. Now, because he wants to be on the team, because I want to be on the team, got it. Thank you for the wake-up call. Uh, I'm, I'm clear blue skies, right? And I can see the objective, got it. So if then I decide I'm going to keep on doing wrong. You're making that choice. Yeah. Now, all right, cool. Cool. Then now I can't, I can't be a part of this. And I can't allow you to poison what I got either. Like, uh, I, I, hope, uh, I hope to see you on the other side. And you can pull through this, but uh, we won't ever be that tight again. You can't just um, sing me a song and then let me hear about you calling your wife a cunt. Ooh. You can't do it. So now, hey, listen, I hope y'all work it out. And I hope your family uh, succeeds and you're well in all aspects of life. But you and I ain't friends. You know, I can't. I can't. I won't look at you the same. I wish you well. You might not be completely dead to me. Uh you, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> you've got ass cancer. Yeah, you've got some kind of weird ass cancer. And, uh, uh, yeah, but, uh, no, but that's, there's that choice. And that, I think that's what we do owe each other. We do, we do owe each other because we are a team and we signed up to take care of one another. We owe each other a, a reality check. Yes. And uh, even maybe a couple because some things are... Some things are tough. Addiction is tough. Oh, yeah. And you're probably going to take a couple checks on that, you know. But what I need to see is uh, concerted and deliberate uh, progress. I have to. And that's with addiction. Well, that's, that's a different ballgame than you just stepping out on your wife or you being a motherfucker to your lady or even your kids, right? That's a choice you're making. Well, that's a selfishness and a self-centeredness that on its own. You know, the addiction is a... That's a, that's a mental malady, you know, I mean, that's a, um, th that's a whole different deal. You know, that's being constitutionally incapable of being honest with yourself or, or just being, being shackled by whatever addiction it can be. And it could be gambling. It can be work. It can be porn. It can be sex. It can be booze and whatever. I mean, these are things that a lot of guys won't look at, but you're right, man. If you make that choice to step out on your woman. Then you're also make making a choice to step out on the team. Yeah, and and I will say this: my opinion on the whole stepping out on your woman thing has changed a little bit. Not simply in the fact that I just said it was selfish and self-centered, and then we spoke briefly about the addictions. Right? It can very well be um, a sex addiction that someone's dealing with. Or someone's dealing with some issues and they can't commit. Whatever it is, you need to go get that shit looked at. That's the deal. That's the deal here, bro. Whatever yeah. it is, you know, if you if you like if you like if you're listening to this and you're pissed off, good, because I need you to think back and do an inventory over your relationships 
And when you can look at it straight up, no judgment, who was at fault? Who stepped out? Did you kind of create the situation where you could leave? Did you create the situation where you were the victim? Each time you kind of burnt that shit down in one way or another, then maybe it's time to take a look at that and see why the fuck you keep that, that repeating that behavior. But you talk about, uh, Oh man, and, and expect it to be difficult and expect it to be uncomfortable. Right? Oh God, yeah. Fuck, and I don't, I don't envy your position. If you're the guy that's listening to right now, uh, I, and trust me, uh, we, we don't mean to come off as preachy right now. Not, not even in the slightest. Nope. Because I have a laundry list of shit that I've just been putting away. <laughs> I refuse to look at. Shit. Okay. I w- uh-uh. Nope. That's not it. Put a paper towel on it. Mm. We'll look at it later. Exactly. And it's a monster living in my living room. Like that like that werewolf statue that Joe Rogan has. It's like that. It's in my living room. I, and it snarls at the kids every now and then. Uh, don't nope. you fucking look at him. Don't. What do you, what do you expect you to do? It's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stupid. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, man. Uh, but my fucking hat's off to you. You know, um, you don't have to be uh, a fucking UFC fighter, man. If you're just on top of your shit, you're a fucking stud. Yeah. Um, I was told some, uh, my buddy Caleb told me a story about a parishioner he had uh, in his congregation. And this guy's, he was just a man. He wasn't a special forces Chuck Norris black belt of anything. He was just a man who raised some kids. He even raised three stepkids. And uh, he found out he had terminal cancer. And it was so severe. He's about 80 years old. Uh, and it was so severe that uh, they're like, you got two, three weeks to live. Uh, and this is a guy that's still super mobile, still lives on his own, does his own thing, right? And he said, okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm going to go home then. Uh, I'm not going to waste uh, my savings, put my wife in a hole. I lived a good life. Not a lot of people live to be my age. I'm going to go home and I'm going to enjoy my days until until they run out. And it just is what it is. Uh, that's a fucking, st- that's a fucking man who's so, uh, even in his dying days. Thinking of others. Thinking of others. Thinking about mama and the kids. He's like, I'm not going to spend our last dime so I can have an extra month. It's like, I lived a good life. And what's that, uh, that saying uh, the Tecumseh said? When, you're de- when your time to die comes, uh, don't be like that weak, don't be that coward that, that begs and pleads for just a few more moments of life, but be that warrior that like sprints into death singing a song, right? I, I'm, I know I'm jacking that up and I know I'm pissing off like at least a dozen dudes right now. <laughs> Still, it's making, give me a little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I like it. And, and this was just a man. This wasn't like uh, Sergio. Who 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 devoted his spent his entire young life uh, being of service to his community exactly right who who put himself on the line every damn day it doesn't even take that it just takes uh uh man putting yourself under that microscope that's fucking tough that takes some stones and just being you know thinking of others God yeah. well he raised three kids that weren't his stepkids right yeah. I mean, that that alone, all you stepdads out there, I mean, my hat's off God, too. dog. Because I had one dude that came in and tried to be my stepdad, and it fucking made things worse. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you mix in the, um, actually two guys, you mix in 
the daddy issues I got from my first dad <laughs> and all the anger. And then you take the, oh, I'm going to teach you how to fight. I'm going to teach you how to, you know, find hookers and, and do cocaine. No, thanks, dad. Yeah. And then I had another guy who taught me how to steal planes and um, cook meth. Oh, no. Nice. Actually, it was speed back then. So it was Fucking speed. kids these days with their meth. With their meth. Think you they're too good. You don't know what it's like to open a, a double wide door or a do- front door to a double wide and shit your pants from the smell of all the meth. Or the speed, fucking kids. Yeah, you've never had looked at a plate full of hard peanut butter. <laughs> but oh. yeah, oh man, and the, so that same dude, and this is going to get you in your heart. Uh, so the stepkids are there, and they're grown ass people, right? Mm-hmm. And at the funeral, and uh, people are saying, and they said, "I knew, I knew my dad loved me." What else can you fucking want? Man, that I knew my dad loved me. And this is a grown-ass man saying that. Dude, I heard it. I wanted to call him. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Can we drive by his, funeral, his, his gravestone, please? Exactly. Man. So, yeah, making the... But the way you get that, I mean, you don't turn out to be that kind of guy who's friends with fucking knuckleheads his whole life. And we're all knuckleheads, but I mean, friends with guys that don't want to change that aren't on the path. We were talking about stepping out on your lady. You know, if I cheated on, and we've had this conversation, if I cheated on Marty, Mm -hmm. um, and there's no, I mean, the thought has never even crossed my mind, you know, I never look at another woman and think I would much rather fuck her than my wife. Never once. I never think, uh, look at another woman and think I would have a better life or a better time with her. Now I'll look at other women and think, man, she's beautiful or she looks great. And that's it. Darren taught me the bounce. You look once, but you don't bounce. Like you don't, Uh, your head doesn't keep dribbling back and forth. Attaboy. And, uh, that's no fucking Darren being a, Oh, fucking water walker. Just get, well, just, just golden to his soul. Yeah. He and that's not, why he's a water walker. He's a water walker. Because he's a real deal, right? He is. Darren is the real deal. Um, but like if I can't, I would expect that we hold ourselves to a standard amongst our friends, you know, and our brothers. But I would expect if I came to you and told you that I had cheated on Marty, mm-hmm. that... I would expect a fight. It wouldn't even be a fight. Like, I wouldn't even fight back. I would expect to be, like, kicked. I'd hit you with a two-by-four. Absolutely. But, but, but while I was on the ground and you were kicking me in the ribs, I would, I would hope that you'd be, at least be crying while it was happening. Oh, it would hurt me so deep. Yeah. I'd, just not so much hitting and kicking you, but, like, the emotional hurt. Why did you do this to the us? disappointment. Yeah. yeah. You like, did this damn, to us. <laughs> You are few. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? And then, yeah. And that's uh, 100%. Uh, well, not 100%. It's, it's from growing up the way we did, mm. a scumbag background, right? To where we learn by getting hit. Right? It just is what it is now. It's in our, it's in our DNA. It's in our blueprint. It's in our code. And, uh, and wanting the best for each other and keeping one another accountable. And not wanting to disappoint you, you know, like 
I would never want to hurt my wife. I would never want to hurt my daughter. I would never, I mean, that's a, like a blanket that we all operate yeah. with that. But I wouldn't want to, fuck, I wouldn't want to have to tell you. I wouldn't want to have to go tell Darren. You know, I just, no. That would turn me into an eight-year-old little boy. And I'm yeah. sitting there like looking at my shoes going, man, I was fucking, I was just a stripper and some cocaine and things happened. You know, I was like, what? You did what? You stupid fuck. Yeah. That'd be, uh, and uh, I think we've talked about this in the past on numerous occasions. Uh, said you gotta, you have to earn your place in this friendship. Yeah. It, yeah. Daily work. It's, uh, even so much so like, oh man, I know you want the best for me. I know you're not going to judge me or call me a motherfucker, but, uh, like, man, if I'm staring at a Whataburger or, or a 5k, God damn, well, here we go. <laughs> Fucking Ryan. I know he's looking at me from somewhere. I know you want the best for me, right? And yeah. I know I need to earn my place in this friendship. I have to keep up that yoke. I know I have to keep um, trudging through. I have to get through this these trenches because I know you're pulling as well. I have to pull my weight. I'm not going to ask you to carry my load. All right? If anything, I'm going to try to sneak shit out of your rucksack and put it into mine so I can lighten your load. And that's that's the price of being in this relationship right? is, is absolutely the fucking work. You're expected to carry your load in this circle. And in and I, I intentionally keep my circle pretty small. You, you, you know, a lot of people, I know you have friends. And again, like you said, not close friends. I don't I, I really try my best not even to have that. You know? Uh, because I'm selfish and hateful. I don't need people knowing the real me. <laughs> yeah, but you t- talk all, of, all about it on the fucking airwaves for everyone to hear. Well, uh, I forget that we're on the airwaves. But anyhow, yeah, that's it. And that's uh, so the circles that I do have are all based on that same mantra. I owe them because I expect so much from them. Uh, and uh, along with that, I, I'll give anything to them. Sure. I'll do anything for you. Anything for 7 you. 7 a.m. on a Sunday. 7 a.m. on a Sunday. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Um, because I know that you're working hard for me too. Uh, so intentionally keeping my circle uh, free of my demons, right? You say it all the time. You hate to see yourself and others. Oh, yeah. And so when I see somebody being a scumbag, I, it makes me physically uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. God damn, bro, you're fucking this up. Uh, I can't have it. I can't shoulder your burden, right? If you're not making a decision to be a better man, then you got to go. You got to go. Uh, having shitty shitbag friends, you just um, inadvertently giving the green light and making it okay to be a piece of shit and you're rationalizing it to yourself. Yeah. And so it's going to bleed off into your life. You have friends and uh, he's a good guy. He's good to you. You've known him forever. And he makes it a point uh, to fuck people, fuck women that aren't his wife. It's going to be okay. And you're going to be hanging out and you're going to be at a bar one day and there's going to be some cute little girl that wants to take you out in the parking lot and he's not going to be the one to tell you don't do it. Yeah. Especially you've been, you've been sitting there bitching about your wife. 
because she don't try anymore because she, she don't, don't try. she don't fucking do this you know i mean she don't ever shave her legs she don't ever whatever you know and you're you're getting all self-righteous about it like like you've earned these things mm-hmm. like you've done anything first of all if you're sitting in a bar bitching about these things you might be missing the mark because if you're bringing that if you're taking that shit outside of the outside of the house and and throwing it on somebody who's got who lacks that much credibility for giving relationship advice, you know, if he's out fucking around on his wife. Oh, yeah. Then you've missed some steps. So, fuck no, she's not going to shave her legs for you. Mm-mm. She's probably keeping them hairy so she'll... So, you fucking so he'll quit, look, quit trying, yeah. Fucking with her. Absolutely. Uh, and it'll come back to, like, you can't control anybody else's actions, but you can control yours. Absolutely. Right? So, you can give your wife your A game. All the time. And if and if she's uh, if she still bats you away, if it doesn't work, well, fuck, dude, it's not gonna work on the first try. She wants try try some consistency. Try doing the dishes every day for a fucking month. Yeah. Try being kinder every fucking day. Not just all right. I'm gonna send her flowers, but I better get blown. But write it on the card. <laughs> Nothing's free. Yeah. Don't expect this ever again. Unless uh, we're doing some butt stuff, dude. I had a buddy. He would not buy his his um, buy his women flowers, his girlfriend flowers, or hold the door open. He like had a real problem with women. He uh, he uh, yeah, he he like wouldn't hold the door open or anything. And if he did, he'd be he would tell them, "Don't get used to this shit. I'm doing it just because I want to." And I just looked like, "What the fuck, dude?" And I didn't laugh. Like I wasn't laughing at him. Um, at least not on purpose. You know, it was just, it was kind of shocking. Like you, you'd say those words out loud in the world to, 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 to hear. Woman? And, um, but he, it was just mommy issues, man. I guess so, man. No, it was. I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny how we, everything we do in set, well, not everything. A lot of the things that we do and say our defaults, our natural behaviors, you talk about the werewolf in the, mm-hmm. in the room. That shit's historical, man. That's that's a uh, written not in our DNA, but in our hard drive. You know, that's a that's a reaction. And I, I'm I cut you off, and I apologize. No, but that's um. You're absolutely right. If you surround yourself with the type of people that would do that shit, eventually it becomes okay. So, then you're kind of called to like moderate that to where you're not being fucking judgy and preachy if you have that relationship with the person like there's friends that i have that if i found out they're fucking around on their wife i'd just be like oh yeah this didn't make it past that stage of the friendship like you didn't make it all the way through the vetting process oh, yeah yeah absolutely there like, you go sorry yeah we just started hanging security out security clearance denied yeah fuck man your background check came back it turns out you're a fucking <laughs> asshole yeah you're dirty bro yeah um you didn't you didn't list that you fucked a goat one time on the application. <laughs> Dude, my dog is my handsome Gus is here, take this off. So you quit jingling. Now go lay down. But it, it's like we've said uh every time you don't correct the deficiency, you create a new standard. Yeah. So by not saying anything, uh you're making it okay. Absolutely. It's either wrong or it's not. It's either right or it's not. So like with me, you talk about the 5K and all that stuff. And, and um, 
and I like being fit is just how I deal with my shit. You know, it's just my, it's just the obsession that I have. Um, a little vanity, a little insecurity mixed in with, I like the way it makes me feel whatever it is, you know, um, it's something I have control over for the most part. It's something that I can do every day and it makes me feel good. I used to have to drink or use drugs or smoke or whatever every day to change the way I felt. Now I choose to do work on myself and physically, mentally, emotionally so that I can change the way I feel but not have to escape myself, you know? Mm. It is not a requirement for anybody to be, you know, yoked or 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 super fit. Ape shit fuck jacked. I like that. I mean, ape that's shit a, fuck jacked. Ape shit fuck jacked. All one word. <laughs> yeah. No sure. spaces. There's, no, there's, there's no. no spaces. Um. But what I do want to see is someone to have such a passion and a love for them for for the people in their lives that they're constantly trying to be better. We all, it's the guys that just are hiding out. And I used to be that guy, you know, fuck, I'm not looking at that. Put a paper towel on it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that can only last for so long before your kids are grown, your wife's gone and you're a miserable fuck and sitting around. Well, like my dad and it's everybody else's fault. And, and that's just not something I want to see for anybody I love. So if I'm around guys that are just like my dad, fuck, I I can't do it. Can't. Um, I see you constantly trying to better yourself. Matter of fact, you, instead of trying to go to another school to go play in the woods again, your wife said, I want to move to Austin. And, And then you went and found a fucking job in Austin. And now you're in Austin getting ready to move your family down there. Who the fuck does, you know, if you were so selfish and self-centered, I don't give a fuck if you choose Whataburger, you choose your family. You choose, I've, I've watched you choose your family over yourself more times than I can count. So I see it daily. Every time we see each other, I see how you are constantly trying to improve yourself. It doesn't have to look like everybody else's improvements. Well, um, man, that I appreciate that, and um, and I'm definitely trying. Uh, before we move on, I fucking told you, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everybody can see it, but you, huh? No, I no. told you I'm fucking. I do this for you. <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding, baby. I'm sorry. Is, this hadn't even aired yet, and she heard that and already texted oh, yeah. you, and she was like, "For real, motherfucker? Fuck you!" Then. And, a, and a knife emoji. <laughs> they need uh, to. They need to make um little cholo um emojis, so it's like a a chick with some. Sharpie eyebrows, bro. I don't think it would. I don't think it would last in today's society. You can't even have the gun emoji anymore. You can't even have the gun emoji. No, it's, you're not getting a cholo emoji. You got to get just like a. I got welder emojis. I, oh yeah, yeah. I use it. I got a welder emoji. Hell yeah. Mm. And it's got welders of all colors mm-hmm. and all saltiness. 
there's all different levels of saltiness on the it, weather. He just gets more and more disgruntled. You can see it like he's scowling. <laughs> At first, he's smiling, and it's like, oh, yeah, motherfucker, just wait. Just wait till you got to wait 90 days to get paid. And then you, go to, you scroll down to the next page, and, oh, there it is. There, yeah. He doesn't have a torch in his hand, but he's got a pissed off look on his face. Yeah, he's got a wrench. I ain't welding shit, bitch. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we're taking steel out. I'm cutting steel. Fuck you. Yeah, you're bad. Um, but thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. And uh, it, it, it's uh, for me, it's definitely hard to see the best in myself. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely my uh, my own worst critic, and so it, it makes me try. It does. It, it keeps me there. It definitely adds stress to my heart that probably doesn't need to be there, but uh, it's the way my code is written. Uh, I'm a perfectionist, and uh, um, the times where I, I have missed the mark uh, resonate deeper. You know, they I, I carry those scars around almost like badges, like mm-hmm. I, and uh, and I'm still dealing with a few of them, uh, which is why I won't fucking call Debbie because she's trying to bring that shit back up, <laughs> and I work so hard to. Buried away. Got time invested. I got in that. time, girl. Uh, so, man, I appreciate you saying that, man. And uh, and again, it was like, um, so my son, um, my son is in judo, and he's in judo because my wife didn't want him to box, and I agree with that. I respect that. He's know? too pretty. He's too pretty. She said. Um, so he's in judo, and we found this gym, and it's fantastic. And those of you in the Metroplex or uh, in Fort Worth for any reason, uh, uh, Fort Worth Judo Club has fantastic teachers. It's uh, a fraction of what jujitsu would cost, and uh, charismatic, caring instructors and, and coaches. And uh, I'm going to say this word, senseis. Did I just turn into a cheese dick? Did mm-hmm. I just turn into a mozzarella stick? No. Sensei. Anyway, I just rolled my eyes, but senseis. Uh, but they're fucking fantastic men. On and off the map from what I've learned, you know, what I've done my research about them because I'm that way. If you're going to spend time with my kids, then I'm going to know as much as I can about you. Right? Baseball coaches to me. Um, and that's the way I am because uh, I love baseball. And you have 13-year-old kids getting Tommy John surgery because they're piece of shit you know select league coach wants another no hitter on his resume sorry motherfucker my son just reached 60 pitches he's out of the game uh and so yeah i i did my research on the coaches and the senseis the instructors at this gym and they're all <laughs> solid dudes yeah and uh so uh, i can't advocate for it enough i can't say it enough like if you uh are interested in putting your kids in a program like that this is a great place I'm sure there's other great places. Um, I think uh, Rooster goes to Genesis. Genesis, and that has to be a good spot too. They have, uh, they're all man, they're they're massive now, right? Doing great things. But um, so Luke is there at this gym uh, after that fucking massive plug, uh, and he's testing for his yellow belt. Right? So yeah, I was like, hey, would you like to come to this? Would you like to come celebrate this with our family? Because you fucking nursed me back from a significant fucking trauma. Huh? So it, it was a no-brainer. Hey, come, you're more your family. Come, come fucking enjoy this. Come celebrate this with us. You're, I got a fucking seat right here. It's, your, it's got your name on it. Right? That lady that keeps sending her water bottle down right there, I'm going to slap it the fuck away, girl. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her. Get that fucking Gatorade out of here. Um, so yeah, we, uh, seeing the worst of myself and, uh, you know, this, 
helping me through those times. Absolutely. The door was open. Please come celebrate this with the family. And, uh, and so he did. So Ryan was there for Luke to get his yellow belt and it was a fantastic, it was a great time for everybody. And, uh, fuck man. So, uh, the other half of my circle, my buddy, Caleb, uh, we're talking about this. Uh, he's got this organization that wants to uh, bring him in and give him like blood tests and, and hormone tests and uh, CT scans and counseling and therapy. Uh, For PTSD? Uh, and uh, other things, an actual traumatic, physical trauma that how it's, what it's doing to his body and how it's... Fucks you up, man. Fucks you up. So, I mean, it's fucking killing football players right now, right? Mm-hmm. Anyhow... Uh, and he said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He said, I have, I've worked for over a decade to both compartmentalize and learn to live with while being, learning to, to reintegrate and to be uh, a loving, caring person. He's like, so I've, I figured it out. I figured it out. It took 10 years of fucking burning bridges, right? And, and destroying relationships. But said, at this point, I'm there. And he's engaged to this beautiful girl and he's got a healthy relationship with his kids, even though they live super far away. But it's like after I had to struggle with it, but now I have it figured out. Uh, and things are going well and they're moving the way they're supposed to. So he says, uh, I, he's, I won't say fearful. He's just not gonna fucking do it. I'm fearful. I don't want to open those envelopes up. But now, Alyssa, 10 years after living with my bullshit, I wish I could have met Debbie when I was fucking 25. Right. You know, now at 35 to where I'm kind of, I kind of got my feet under me. I'm, I'm, I'm apprehensive to open that up. Yeah. You know, because I've learned to fucking deal with it and, and I've learned how to treat others and shit like that after it. And, uh, you know, um, I know it's uh, it's cool to uh, bag chicks. So what, what was the meme you posted? Slinging dick and telling lies. <laughs> Slinging dick and telling lies. I felt like I had written that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that uh, uh, what is it? A true man. A true man. Um, that's not even my shit. That I I'm gonna open that back up. But keep talking. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's just that, man. Um, I I haven't figured out. I don't want to. I don't want to have to take three steps back to take five steps forward because I'm super fearful of what those three steps are going to do. Well, that's, I mean, that's valid. Real men drive trucks, shoot guns, bang all the bitches. Just fucking with you. Real men go to therapy and or work on their own shit so they don't stop. So they stop passing their pain and trauma on like STDs and using other people like painkillers. That was a Nicole Arbor posted that. That's that funny blonde chick that uh what the fuck does she know about it <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding nicole that was fucking gospel but you talk about you don't you uh the three steps back the five steps forward or whatever nothing's free oh for sure pain uh growth is painful right fuck so you know Mulhall, uh brian over at active active spine and sport He's like, he talks about background hum. Um, you got this, you got this fucking back issue. You got this thing in your shoulder that you just live with. We don't realize how much pain we actually live with day to day until you 
figure out to live pain free. Right. So, and that's, you know, when he told me about that, a fucking a thousand people popped into my head. You know, you think about like your mom, who's always got this quote unquote shoulder issue, or, you know, this person that's got this limp, or you watch this one person stand up and it takes them about 30 steps to stand up straight. And it's like, fuck, you know, you can look at all these people that their bodies are just beat up or their, their, their bodies have just contoured and, and kind of adapted to their daily life, whether it's, um, one leg being shorter than the other or sitting too much or, you know, having tight hips, which pulls on this and makes your knees hurt. You don't have bad knees. You got tight. Your ass is tight from sitting too much. I mean, that's a very, yeah, it's yeah, an oversimplification of, of it, but the same thing with this emotional shit, man, the werewolf in the room, the way you snap. And I say you as in general, not you, um, the way I'll just talk about myself, the way that I would react and my knee jerk reactions were never ideal ever, ever, ever. It would, it would always impress me when I would see guys that were like instantly like, Oh shit, babe, are you all right? You know, not like get up. That shit didn't hurt. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you're not raising a pussy. If you reach down there and be like, Hey little man, you all right? I bet that fucking hurt. Ah. Yeah, cry it out. And then the kid's going to be like, well, crying doesn't make it any better. Let's get up. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but telling the kid that it doesn't hurt, get up. Well, shit, man. I mean, you smash your finger. Nobody gets to tell you how it feels, right? For sure. But if you lie to yourself and be like that, now that I know that you can tell you, like, we, we can, we can talk ourselves out of pain and that's a very good attribute to have but as a kid you're kind of fucking up their 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 main guidance system or not your fucking up that can mess up there because your feelings is like what you feel is your is like a primitive wired um guidance system right so if everything happens and it's like oh i'm not hurt or oh I, i'm i'm not sad or I am hungry, you know, like then we just don't ever believe ourselves. We start lying to ourselves. I, in my opinion. So the same thing with the emotional pain as we get older, I, I fucking lied to myself for so long and I didn't even know what I was, what I was living with or what I was bullshitting with. And it's, it's tricky, dude. That EMDR is no bullshit because, um, like I've shared with you after I would go to therapies, the, uh, EMDR is the. The light therapy that the light therapy that Debbie uses the rapid eye movement and and um, I'd have residual effects like new shit would pop up like I'd have issues with jealousy or insecurities for a couple of days and it, and it's just because you're kind of like reshuffling that deck and it's just and I mean it, it nothing's for free you know so you talk about three steps back to make five steps forward now. I have to prepare myself and kind of prepare Marty like, and this might be a bad plug for EMDR, but it was just my experience. Like, you know, the last couple of times I've done it, I've had some, some almost like a hangover afterwards to where there was all this other shit that wouldn't normally be an issue, but then it goes away and then I'm better after that. But when I didn't know that I was operating under these, these feelings, these, uh, these new found emotions like jealousy and insecurity for a day or two, and then just completely lost my shit. Right. 
And, and that wasn't something that I was prepared for. Now that I know what it is, it's like, oh, I know what this is. This is just, this is part of the trauma working itself out. Trauma is a fucking nasty thing. There, there are studies now that show that um, fibromyalgia, autoimmune diseases can be caused by trauma. Like eczema, psoriasis, shit like that are from trauma. Emotional trauma? Uh-huh. Because emotional trauma, and man, I'm not, I mean, this is layman's, like I'm, or not layman's because I'm a layman, but this is, uh, my understanding is those emotions can store in your body. You hear some really woo-woo shit, you know, where people talk about emotional release and emotional healing and things like that. And like, because part of the EMDR for me is like, uh, for a while ago, you said you see something in somebody else and it makes you uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. It makes you physically, like you can feel it in a certain part. Yeah, cringe. Right, but you feel it in a certain part of your body, right? Sure. Okay, so let's just use that as an example. You would do the therapy and and because there's a spot on me that I can feel. It's like right here in your solar plex, you know? And, and it, it consistently with the studies have shown that it's in the same places for certain things of the body, which is kind of trippy. And you focus on that and it, while you're going, and it's like a hot coal and it just, and then all of a sudden, man, it's the fucking brain takes over. It's a trip, but I would have never even been experienced. I, I would never even been, um, you know, exposed to that type of thing had I not started on this path. I most certainly would have never even been willing. But the cool thing about it is now that I know what that feeling is, I don't go into that autopilot anymore. I don't go into that eight year old child kind of running the show. It's like, I feel those things. I'm like, Oh fuck. Oh, I know what this is. And then it's no, I'm, I'm good. Everything's fine. You know, I can, I can kind of take, take the adult can take control after that. And that sounds pretty wild and far fetched, but I would have rolled my eyes at all that shit two years ago. And then now I'm, I'm a 100% believer because I've experienced it. I have tangible evidence of the change of grabbing hold of that emotional steering wheel and being like, no, 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 no. You're not going to take over. And I've also noticed it in my interactions with my kid and my friends and my family and, and, and how I interact with strangers because I can, I can feel that reaction and be like, oh, that's, yeah, that's not reality. You know, kind of like that someone at work barks at me, which doesn't happen very often, but like I've got a, um, you know, an architect or a GC that's kind of trying to pull one over on me or there's some fuckery afoot. Before I would get this reaction and I'd get super uh, activated and like going for the kill. Like, no, you ain't going to fuck me, motherfucker. I'm going to go and and I just start attacking, you know. Now it's kind of like I can step back and be like, oh, man, I see you. You're just full of fear. This ain't got nothing to do with me. And it lets me step back and detach from it and make better decisions. Not pull a pistol on somebody in a fucking job site. Tell <laughs> yeah. them I'm going to fuck their wife and raise their kids. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot to digest. Sorry. Um, um, Caffeine just kicked in. And, and, and again, men, and, and fuck, that's, that's one way to do it. Yeah. 
and uh, there's not there's not just one way that so Ryan found salvation in this rapid eye therapy. Ryan found salvation and uh, he's obviously got an addictive personality um, being an addict. So he was able to replace, you know, uh, alcohol and dope or whatever with healthy living and fuck good on him, right? It sounds sounds like it's easier said than done, no question, because uh, doing burpees is not going to give you the same euphoria as a thick line of blow. But nope. But it, it over time, uh, it, it'll work. It'll work. Doing burpees with your buddies and then going to brunch afterwards and being able to talk about all the good shit and everybody being high and building each other up is like a long line of blow. So fuck you and your <laughs> and your fucking don't you just <laughs> well, I don't want to do burpees. I was flopping around in your belly make you feel better. It's the fucking long con asshole. It's the fucking long con. Quit being an asshole. Stop being a dick. Yeah, and fucking do it. Salty bitch. Yeah. Uh haven't even tried it yet. Already fucking crying. But uh yeah. This this and our relationship uh has been my therapy for a long time. Yeah. Um I remember uh, as I was graduating from college thinking like, fuck, I w- I've been a student for so long. I was a soldier, then I was a student, and that's and it fucking defined me. Now I have to reinvent myself a fucking can. I was lost in the sauce. Uh, and uh, so I started working out at Ryan's fucking welding shop. Uh, not a gym. It was fucking gross in there. Uh, but uh, And he's like, all right, so I'm lost in the sauce. I remember he's like, hey, every day you're going to read a chapter of fucking Proverbs. And I'm going to do it too, and then we're going to text each other about it. And it just gave me something to fucking look forward to and to keep me accountable and to put my mind in. A, it just took my mind off of uh, what am I going to fucking do? I'm a piece of shit into something else long enough for me to figure it out. And I did eventually. Um, and so, yeah, there's therapy will, will take its uh, take shape and, and whatever you need. If it's, if it's fucking healthy, man, if it's fucking healthy, if it's making you a better man, it's fucking therapy. Yeah. I mean, if you're at home basket weaving instead of out fucking hookers, then you're, you're winning. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It it doesn't have to look like this. It doesn't have to look like that. It can be, it could be fucking starting a martial art at fucking 40, which hurts, but yeah, it's a fucking awesome thing to do. Absolutely. It could be, uh, Running Ironmans at 60 fucking years old. Fucking Charlie. Well, Charlie's an addict. Charlie's an addict to his fucking core. But he's replaced this with something healthy. And so, all right, man. I love that, dude. You're all, you're always going to be an addict. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. You don't get to erase parts of your life because <laughs> they're uncomfortable, right? It's who you are. Whiskey did enough of that for yeah. you. Yeah. But you fucking, uh, you can replace those addictions. That you're, that's 100% capable of that. Remember, uh, I had a guy uh, write into me, uh, uh, into the circle of dads, yeah, uh, talking about death letters. Death letters. Yeah, and my knee-jerk reaction was, can you fucking take it easy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> So before I, I publicly bashed him for being a fucking asshole and being all macabre and shit, I, uh, <laughs> I reached out to him. I was like, man, uh, tell, me, tell me a little more about it, you know? And he's like, dude, you never know when you're going to bite it. You don't. He's like, and I, uh, 
I don't want my kids to have to live in the dark about it with mm-hmm. questions. At, at least I want them to know these things about me and how I felt about them or answer some questions for them because I, I could eat it. You could be driving to work. You don't have to be a cop. You don't have to... Uh, you don't have to be Sergio. You don't have to be, you know, um, the last action hero. You could just be doing anything. And so he, uh, uh, and so death letters, man. I know, uh, I know you've experimented with that, haven't you? You got a couple. I do. So I started writing letters. And I have a, so first I have an oh shit file. And my buddy Gary Blake taught me that. He's one of my mentors and he said, you need, you need no shit file. You need a file in a safe or in a, preferably in a safe or something that has your passwords, all your life insurance stuff, all of, hey, this guy owes us eight grand, you know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that's pertinent to the financial health of your family after, if you got hit by a truck. Yeah. If, if someone clipped you or whatever, man, I mean, it just, it just, it just happens. If you're out riding your riding your road bike and you're super healthy and you think you're going to live forever and you're riding your fucking $5,000 bike and you're just talking, thinking to yourself about how great your legs look or whatever. And then boom, you get hit. It happened to my buddy Mason and they left his ass in the fucking ditch and drove off. And he was fucked up for a long time over that. He still is like, he's still got issues like with his knee, I guess screws like snag muscles and things. I mean, they didn't even stop to help him. They just fucking hit him, and he goes off in the ditch with broken femur and all kinds of shit, and they just left him. Isn't that crazy? Fuck. So it can happen in a blink of an eye. And so I have an oh shit file, and in the file is that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, It's also a list of how much to sell all my shit for, so she doesn't. So she doesn't sell all of my gear and guns for what I told her I paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> you can be mad all you want, baby, but I'm yeah. dead now. Don't you speak ill of the dead? <laughs> Don't you do it? You're gonna go to hell. Marty, um, he is dead. He is dead. You stop it. Why does dying get you out of trouble for being an asshole? There's so many people that I can see that they're about to die, and I'm not gonna forgive them because they're gonna die. Well. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna back out of that road real quick. I just will say, they're gonna die, and they're still not gonna make something right. They should make right, and that doesn't make it right. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna uh, run them down. Uh, I'm not gonna like uh, call up his kids and be like, "Hey, I know you. I know you think you loved your dad, but he was actually a piece of shit because." He never paid me back for that lunch that I paid for that one time. And that motherfucker got extra avocados. And he knew it. And he laughed and laughed and laughed. Till he died. As he was putting away his second kombucha. Motherfucking asshole. Um, (laughs) Not going to do that. But uh, I'm still not going to metaphorically blow you either. Be like, oh, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. I'm putting a lien on the estate until you pay me back that 735 you owe me. Sorry. Bastards. Sorry. You put that on your kids because you didn't have a death file. Pay Cody back $10.57 for that kombucha. Two. Two kombuchas. Two yeah. kombuchas. And just to prove how much you've grown, huh? you just claimed that you bought somebody a kombucha. <laughs> it was you, dog. 
I picture is every dude in Southside be like, "You paid how much for a soda? For fucking juice, we for jarritos." <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, I still. Uh, I've moved on to Topo Chico. Is it jarritos or jarritos? Jarritos. Jarritos. Yeah. The J is like an H. J is like a, like Joto. Like Joto. It is. It is some Joto. Oh. Yeah. You're not I, a Joto. I know what you're saying. Yeah, man. So uh, the the uh, that dude that was super dark uh, sent me in uh, the death stuff and um, the death letters, and uh, it made me think about it. It put me in an uncomfortable spot that where I had to visualize that and see the value in it. Yeah. And I wrote him back, and I was like, "Fuck, bro. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right." It, it also sparked a conversation between you and I, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, and motivated me, and uh, so Ryan's part of Ryan's uh, dossier includes uh, instructions of what he would like from us uh, to do upon his passing. You know, well, um, there's letters for each of my each of my brothers. You know, um, and it's probably some like God damn dude, you gonna ask me a favor even after you die? After you fucking die. There's I am co- I'm I'm taking a drill with me when I go visit. <laughs> I'm I'm not fucking moving shit. Okay? I'm not moving anything. Um I got buddies, I just quit answering and quit being friends with them because every time they call, um You still got that truck, buddy? Yeah, they yeah. wanted to move. Fuck you, man. No, I don't. Sorry, it's got a welder in the back now. Yeah. Um But so there's files in there, or there, there's, there's envelopes in there for each guy. And those have been updated over the years. They've been edited. They've been, some have been thrown away. Some have been added, you know, because we talked about that disappointment thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a living document. It's a living document, which, which requires um, effort on my part. And, and it's also, I mean, it's kind of a journal. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't like writing. I don't. I'm, I'm not the guy that has the leather-bound book. And I've been practicing my calligraphy so I can leave my memoirs. No, everything's jotted down really fast. It's uh, uh, voice to text. It's, you know, notes in my phone. It's, it's emails to myself. It's all kinds of stuff. But it just gets, and then it gets put into these letters to people. You know, I mean, there's certain letters and you might think, well, what the fuck could do? But like, if I, if I died tomorrow, I've got a whole business that needs to be liquidated. My wife doesn't need a steel business. She doesn't need, in the way that I've got the business set up now, um, it's it's based largely on me. Mm-hmm. So all of that needs to be liquidated. And it needs to be liquidated quick, and it needs to be liquidated at a fair price. Not to have somebody come in and just snatch it all up and then fuck my wife over. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, there's certain tools that would largely benefit or that would that would benefit in a great way guys I know that are just starting out. So there's instructions in there and what to do with them and propositions to give them like, hey, would you be willing to take this? You need to pay this much each month to this trust. You know, things like mm-hmm. that. So that way, um, that way, you know, maybe I can help a couple of guys on my way out. And, sure. And then there's also things that I don't want sold that I want just put in a box and put in an attic or not in an attic. Cause you wouldn't want to put them up there, but just somewhere because I want Abby to have them to be able to give them to, if she has a son one day or her husband or something, or just for her to have, 
There's also like um, things that need to be said. And I'm, I'm not one for leaving shit unsaid, but there are certain things that um, I need people to know on the daily. I need them to not, because they can't hear me saying them, I want them to read it and have that proof that that's the one thing I wanted them to know. How much I love them or what I see in them, the good I see in them, you know, how to, how to get out of their own way, how to just do certain things. And then there's, there's men in my life that I, ex- that I expect, and that's a tall order, but I expect to follow Rooster, to be there when she gets married, to dance with her on her wedding day. I expect these men to be in, in such an influence in her life that she would go to them when she's about to get married and the guy's an old-fashioned guy and says, you know, I want to go, I, I, I want to ask your dad's hand but i mean you know do i go ask your stepdad and he's a good dude and i would want her to say yes but there's also four other guys you got to go talk to you know and 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 just that that connection and and if if that's driven by ego or me wanting to have my legacy or whatever I, i don't care it's i want abby to know that her daddy is always there that there's a part of him always there i don't i don't i don't um, if I died, I don't want people to stand up at the, up there and tell people about how great I was or, or tell funny stories. I mean, it'd be fun. That'd be fine. But, um, I want them to pull my daughter aside and say, Hey man, let me tell you about what your dad was really about. This is what I saw and give them, kick them the kick her the raw unedited truth. Just like I do with everybody else. That's what I would want. Um, you know, there's a, there's one in there with, for you and, and it's got dicks drawn all over the envelope. (laughs) That was my stipulation. It has to have, (laughs) and I want you to be crying at the funeral whenever you get that envelope and wipe your face with it and push it up to your face. Like you're smelling it, trying to smell me. And when you pull it away, there's dicks all over your face. Okay. And, and when Alyssa's like, you need to wipe that shit. Shut up. That's his dicks. You I'm fucking like, leave those dicks. Why would the fuck they are? <laughs> those are my. Those are his dicks. Always so fucking judgy, Greg. <laughs> God damn it! Get you have my fucking moment. Can, can I have you, my moment? Can I have one cathartic experience? This <laughs> 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 blue ink just smears with dicks on your face. Oh, it's in my mouth. <laughs> say something. Fucking say something. Any one of you. <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking taking a picture next to the coffin. Just mm-hmm. my last picture with my homie in kind of prison stance almost. Mm-hmm. And even maybe with a crouch. Yeah. Next to it like that. Yeah, like that. But with the dicks on your face. With they dicks out. Uh, otherwise, I won't do it. Not doing Not even coming. All bets are off. You carry your own fucking casket. Yeah. All bets are off. Yeah, mm-hmm. without the dicks on the envelope. Um, and it's... um. It's super dark to think about, and it'll it'll take you to a weird place, but it will at least ensure that the things you wanted said are at least read. You know, uh, if you have, uh, I wouldn't say apprehension, but if you if there's anything uh, 
about your legacy or your relationship with your children that you think wasn't finalized and it's got it's got to be massive list but um, this is an opportunity for you to put that down literally ink on paper and say you know um, I know our time was cut short and I'm sorry for that. You know, it wasn't my intention to to leave you alone or to leave you by yourself. Not at all. Um, I wish I was alive and in the pink right now. But unfortunately, uh, I'm not. So uh, I want you to know that, I don't know, A, I love you. Uh, B, this is how you talk to a woman. This is what you expect from a man. Uh, or Or even just, like you said, voice to text small notes that I've taken that I want you to at least be aware of. Yeah. The things I thought were cool, the things that I, I, I hoped you would accomplish, uh, the things I wanted for you, you know, and, and here's a couple of tools to, to maybe see those things come to, uh, to fruition. And I thought that was a fucking fantastic idea. And along the route, along the road to, to, to creating one of those, I fucking broke my own heart at least three, four times over shit that hadn't even happened yet. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I was like, God damn. Alyssa, you fucking remarried already, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you fucking skank. How could you? I fucking loved you. <laughs> What's wrong with you, babe? Nothing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like you don't know. Like you don't know <laughs> that you married that dude. You knew I hated. Um, <laughs> yeah. My poor wife. That's funny. Yeah, she gets Alyssa, um, and just to you know, final that out. Uh, Alyssa has had to deal with a ton of things for twelve years, thirteen years. We've been together, uh, and some of it was caused from military trauma, family trauma, whatever. But trauma, and uh, but she also got to be married to a handsome motherfucker, man. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Smooth like fucking butter dripping off chocolate, homie. Got a dick like a bald eagle. Man. Just, just pulls it out and fucking just, ah! And it looks like the suitcase from Pulp Fiction. It is. You know, and so good on her. So, I mean, and nothing comes, and nothing's free, right? Nothing's free. Nothing's free, girl. So, you're the one that wanted to, uh, uh, you know, fly with the eagles. <laughs> you're the one that wanted to live up in the clouds, girl. I wish we had licensing on that um <laughs> That song right now. I want to fly like an eagle. <laughs> it was about dick. It was about being married to a, a selfish asshole that uh, was just damn ass good looking. Got that gold dick. Got that gold dick. And and uh, God bless her, man. She's a fucking saint. She's a she's an angel. But uh, I, I think that damn the letter that I would have to write to her. It's gonna be an ongoing thing. It's going to be, you know, and I, I hope to add to it. And uh, um, I just, like you said, it's a journal. It's just a journal uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm keeping to, you know, help them remember the good times. Help them remember the, the, the good things because life's going to be fucking tough. And it's going to hurt when you die. Yeah. And so, um, and not all of it is super serious. I invented a Pokemon mm -hmm. and I, that's in there. I invented. Do you know what a Pokemon is? I do know what a Pokemon. Pokemon, uh, yeah. Pokemon. I say yeah. Pokemon to be an asshole. I say like Doritos to be white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I invented a fucking Pokemon, and it's <laughs> turtle with a human dick. 
shit. Yeah. <laughs> Turtle with a human dick. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so proud of it. <laughs> and I told Alyssa, and she was so disappointed. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. Not only was she not impressed, but she was like visibly hurt. Did you, in your mind, like crumple up two of those pages from the letter? You know what? You don't get these two, then. Fuck you. No, I was like, oh, you're going to enjoy this. You watch it again until it's funny. Yeah, Turtle with a Human Dick. And so, um, yeah, it's part of the book. Um, uh, so yeah, man. Uh, man, it's just something to work on. Maybe uh, if if it if it sounds like something that you're interested in, give it a shot, man. Write something down. And again, voice to text. You don't have to buy a leather bound journal, and it doesn't have to be super serious. It just um, and for fuck's sake, don't take a selfie while you're doing it. And put it on Instagram. Don't hashtag uh, I'm a dickhole. Uh, hashtag journal. Just uh, yeah, just do it. Yeah, and do it because it's the right thing to do, and not be. Well, I'm sorry. Not because it's the right thing to do. You get to choose that. But just do it because it might be a good thing for you to do. And also work backwards from it. Dude, yeah. It, it ends up being a therapeutic experience, you know. And and from when you write it to when you finish, live your life so that those letters won't need to be sent. They'll know. Like live I, your You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I there's something on love the, me. Yeah. If there's something on there that's like, man, if you're telling one of your be- your old best friends, I love you, man, and I'm sorry for being an asshole, and I'm taking notes myself and writing yeah. this down, then maybe you go take care of that now and clean that up so that's one fucking letter you don't have to write. Or maybe you get to write a letter a completely different way, and that's another person that gets to be in your daughter's life. Man, that's a and it's it's a it's a tough concept to grasp, isn't it? Well, I mean, fucking, we're almost forty. Yeah. All right. So, uh, fellas, you got your you got your marching orders. If you wanna um, if you wanna try to start writing your death letters, and then um, and then try to live up to them. Um, Cody, I love you, brother. Thank you for taking the time to come out here. Yeah. I love you, man. Thank you for having me. I was last night. I got in late, um, and I thought, man, I should text him and be like, "Why don't you sleep in? Let's do this later." But I'm glad I didn't now because we made a we made a commitment and we kept it. Amen. Fuck it. We're up. It I'm fine now. So um fellas Broken hearts in the crack of dawn. That's right. Fix anything. That's right. So fellas, it's progress, not perfection. You know, we chase those kids till the day we die. Love runs downhill. I'm Ryan. I'm Cody. See you next time.